Bum, bum, bum. Here comes Carolina, Lina. Here comes Carolina, Lina. We hail from NCU. We got the team to win it. We got the spirit in it. We wear the colors white and blue. The University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill has history. A lot of history. The first public university chartered under the U.S. Constitution, the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill is one of three universities that claims to be the oldest public university in the United States and is the only such institution to award degrees in the 18th century as a public school. Chartered by the North Carolina General Assembly on December 11, 1789, the university's cornerstone was laid on October 12, 1793, near the ruins of a chapel chosen because of its central location within the state. Being around for so long, UNC Chapel Hill has been through many watershed moments in American history over the last 200 years. Not least of UNC's historical relevance is the school's storied athletic programs, firmly cemented on the Mount Olympus of collegiate athletics. The North Carolina Tar Heels teams have combined for nearly 50 national team championships across several sports over the last century, not to mention dozens of champions in individual sports. Just to give an idea, some of the great names that might ring a bell from Tar Heels teams over the last several decades include Larry Brown, Vince Carter, Anton Jameson, James Worthy, Mia Hamm, Davis Love III, Marion Jones, Rashid Wallace, Dean Smith, Julius Peppers, Lawrence Taylor, and of course... No one can deny that the Tar Heels dwell in rare air, especially when it comes to athletics. But back to that nickname, the Tar Heels. It is a pretty fair assumption that if someone were to reference the Tar Heels, most people would have an idea that you're talking about the University of North Carolina, specifically one of the school's sports teams. Or, if not that, they might recognize Tar Heel as the moniker for anyone from the state of North Carolina, or the state itself, which is also known as the Tar Heel State. But where some people might not be quite as quick to answer would be the question, what exactly is a Tar Heel? Why did the state of North Carolina and the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, a long-time prestigious institution, go with such a unique, one-of-a-kind name for its students, athletes, and alumni. Let's dive right in and spill all that Tar Heel tea. Yes, yes, yes. Finally, the tea can be served. Where exactly did the Tar Heels nickname come from? According to an alumni resource page on the university's website, the term Tar Heel dates back to North Carolina's early history, when the state was a leading producer of supplies for the naval industry. Early explorers from Jamestown pointed out the possibilities for naval stores production along the Chowan River. Eventually, Parliament offered a bounty for their production, and North Carolina became an important source of tar and pitch for the English Navy. 
For several years before the American Revolution, the colony shipped more than 100,000 barrels of tar and pitch annually to England. The distillation process for tar and pitch was messy and smelly. Rich pine logs were stacked, covered with earth, and burned. The tar would run out through channels dug on the lower side of the pile. The tar, which had a most unpleasant odor, was used to coat wooden ships to prevent leaking and shipworms, which are long saltwater clams known for burrowing into wet submerged wood, which causes serious damage to ships. Because of this product so extensively produced in North Carolina, the people of the state were early on called tar boilers, according to the first volume of the Cincinnati Miscellany, an Ohio journal published in 1845. In May 1856, Harper's Magazine mentioned someone who, quote, lost his way among the pine woods that abound in that tar and turpentine state, close quote. Workers who distilled turpentine from the sticky sap of North Carolina's vast forests of pine trees and burned pine boughs to produce tar, turpentine, and pitch often went barefoot during hot summer months and undoubtedly collected tar on their heels. To call someone a rosin heel, or tar heel, was to imply that they worked in a lowly trade. Also, because many of the people working in the naval stores at this time were enslaved, or impoverished at the very least, being called a Tar Heel was an insult about class, and sometimes about race. It was almost akin to being called a slave. Another theory behind the origin of the name revolves around the state's allegiance during the Civil War. The reluctance of the state to secede made the other southern states to coin the name Tar Heel State to refer to North Carolina, albeit as a joke about them sticking around the Union longer than the other states. During the Civil War, Confederate soldiers, oftentimes from Virginia, for whatever reason, would pick fights with North Carolina soldiers by calling them Tar Heels. But toward the middle of the war, this shifted. The meaning of the term Tar Heel was flipped on its head, and an epithet became an accolade. There are several theories as to how this might have happened, but the one thing most accounts agree upon is that Tar Heel came into more common use and became a positive thing sometime during the Civil War. One account recalls that while addressing the North Carolina troops, North Carolina Governor Zebulon Vance addressed them not as, quote, fellow soldiers, but as fellow Tar Heels. This is said to have brought a sense of respectability to the term that North Carolinians embraced. Another theory has it that the term became associated with the resilience of North Carolina's troops during the Civil War, who were said to stick to their ranks as if their heels were covered in tar. This resilience earned praise from various Confederate leaders, including Robert E. Lee, who reportedly said during one battle, God bless the Tar Heel boys. These types of stories helped the Tar Heel slur become a badge of honor. Whatever the reason, during the Civil War, an increasing number of North Carolinians began calling themselves Tar Heels as an expression of state pride. Others adopted the term, and North Carolina became widely known as the Tar Heel State. UNC Chapel Hill history professor Harry Watson said that by the time the Civil War came around, people of all races embraced the nickname in North Carolina, including Confederate soldiers. 
But, Watson said, they, quote, called themselves Tar Heels, not to say that they were Confederate, but they called themselves Tar Heels because they were saying they're from North Carolina, close quote. Undoubtedly, the Tar Heel moniker began to represent for many some of the characteristics tied to the original creation of the name, hard work, resilience, turning negatives into positives, and being proud of who you are. In 1888, when UNC teams began competing in intercollegiate sports, they needed a nickname. Records show that, really, there doesn't appear to have been any debate or hesitation over what to call the teams and how to express school spirit. They were then, and have always been since, Tar Heels. So, now that we know a little bit more about what a Tar Heel is, why is the Tar Heel mascot the Dorset Ram? which is a British breed of sheep. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the Immortal Souls podcast. For more information, show notes, pictures, or just to say hi, check us out at immortalsoulspodcast.com, Instagram, or Twitter. Original theme music by Scott Spriggs. Five-star reviews are always helpful and hugely appreciated. Until next time, keep walking the roads less traveled.